1: That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again.
0: You can binge all of the episodes of Hope and Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: 90 degrees out there. You hear that? That makes me think of that tweet sent out earlier by state epidemiologist Dr angela dunn specifically she's tweeting at those who may be of a mind to hit the streets tonight and protest or over the weekend one of the tips she gave was to stay hydrated regardless of your politics and how you view the goings-on around the country right now you got to stay healthy and when the temperature is up this high regardless of what you're doing outside you got to stay hydrated that's good advice share that with all you come encounter with uh, in contact with today speaking of protesting late on saturday night the streets of Salt Lake City were full of protesters. Some of them turned violent. Some destruction happened at public and private buildings around the city. Some arrests were made. And I was on the air. I, alongside Debbie DeJanovic, were narrating the goings-on in downtown Salt Lake City as the protest transpired. Out in the field was KSL News Radio's Kelly Pierce. And during one of the conversations between myself and... Uh, reporter Kelly Pierce. She began describing something she was seeing: a man emerging from a vehicle with a bow and arrow.
0: Go ahead, Kelly. What did you just see? Bow and arrow. Bow and arrow. Oh shoot! Oh shoot! Yeah, there's a guy with a bow and arrow who is now here.
2: Okay. A protester He's with right. a bow and arrow.
0: I was not a protester, actually. It's a guy who was in traffic and he was arguing with one of the protesters. Uh, or a couple of protesters, actually, he got out of his vehicle, got to the back seat, and pulled out a bow and arrow. Obviously, he's not happy with what's going on here. And luckily, um, he decided to put the bow and arrow away and is starting to drive away.
2: Did police interact with that individual?
0: Not at all. They're on the uh, other street, and so it's just the protesters. So I don't think any of the officers even saw him.
2: Kelly continued her description as the crowd rushed the man and his car.
0: Oh, it looks like they are surrounding the car of the maybe the car of the guy with the bow and arrow. Yep, and they are. Police trying, are. It looks like. Uh, is it protesters or police, Kelly? Yes. It is the protesters who are throwing things at the guy who had the bow and arrow in his car, and now they are dispersing. And it looks like something chased them away. We're not quite sure, but they were going after. Oh, he has brought out his bow and arrow, and he is pointing it
2: there's there is a bow uh, there's an arrow in the bow he's drawn it
0: yes they are he, throwing stuff at him he is stringing up his bow and arrow and he is, he looks like he's gonna oh he is aiming and shooting are you in a safe nope, position he has not shot yet he is aiming it though
2: are you are you now safe they are
0: rushing him they're rushing him they're rushing you know we got him punching him as well someone hit him with a skateboard
2: after that narration by KSL News Radio's Kelly Pierce, that man was taken from the crowd. He was led away by law enforcement officers. Some time passed. He returned to the scene of where his vehicle was overturned by protesters and set ablaze. He returned to the smoldering remains of that vehicle got into it with the protesters again, and was for a second time led away by the police. That is where the story ended Saturday. We've continued to follow it and ask many questions, and yesterday there was a development. That man with the bow and arrow was identified as Brandon Earl McCormick, 57 years old, of Taylorsville, and he has been charged in 3rd District Court with two counts of possession of a dangerous weapon by a restricted person, Aggravated assault, both third-degree felonies, and also threatening to use a weapon during a fight. That is a Class A misdemeanor. Joining me on the line to explain these charges and all that he has kept his eyes on, Salt Lake County District Attorney Sim Gill. Sir, how are you?
1: Um, I'm Very happy to be here. Thank you for the invitation.
2: No, it's my pleasure. Tell me about the process of bringing about charges against this man.
1: Yes. Uh, So, you know, our office was presented with a screening packet uh, from Solid City PD on Monday. Uh, We started to look at it. Uh, There were things that uh, we needed to uh, uh, get done. So uh, our investigators uh, then had to chase down uh, not uh, witnesses and the video because it was, uh, frankly, uh, as we started to look at it, it was very disturbing. And what we were able to gather from that was that there was this gentleman, Mr. McCormick, who came down there. Uh, He initially uh, got out of his vehicle um, with a long bowie knife and uh, uh, went after some people. There were nobody around him. Uh, He was responding to some uh, uh, individuals, came back, uh, pointed the knife at uh, another crowd of people uh, uh, to the other side, uh, facing east, uh, then subsequently is seen going back, putting the knife away, and opening up, I believe, his back uh, door and pu- uh, and pulling out a bow and arrow. And then he is seen to load it up and uh, to draw it back. And as he draws it back, he points it at different people. And then, of course, people are freaking out because uh, they're, uh, they're afraid that he's going to get shot. Uh, and so he does that a couple of times. And then uh, then he's subsequently overwhelmed by a crowd because he either drops his bow or something, but he's he, uh, he's overwhelmed, and then, uh, then this melee ensues. Uh, as we looked into we also discovered that he was a previously convicted felon, so that made him a restricted person. And as we gathered the witnesses and got, found the authors of those videos uh, and to piece it together, we filed the charges that we did. Uh, uh, you know, it doesn't matter what your political... The views are or what you want to do. People who are out there uh, protesting to come down and engage in that level of violence and to brandish a weapon and to uh, to threaten that—that that is against the law. So we charged him criminally uh, yesterday.
2: What was Mr. McCormick's prior felony conviction?
1: Uh, you know, he had had some uh, prior felony uh, contact uh, out of uh, California, uh, and uh, there's uh, there's uh, several different charges, but we looked at the one that was. Uh, uh i it's a very general so we don't have the facts on it mm-hmm. but we just looked to see if there was a conviction and the conviction was for uh either uh, assaulting or interfering with firemen or police officers something like that as a general charge out of california
2: i see there was a moment when he was first pulled away from the crowd as i observed this event transpire uh, where his face was bloodied he uh, uh, somehow uh, sustained some injury to his face. Is it possible also that Mr. McCormick is the victim of a crime?
1: So, you know, look, we're looking at everything there. But, but remember, uh, it, one of the things he did is he uh, uh, threatened individuals and people reacted to it. and uh, And so he got... There was this melee where people went hands-on him, trying to remove the bow and arrow from him, and I'm sure that he uh, probably uh, suffered some injury from from mm-hmm. that uh, interaction. And then, of course, there was also the turning over of his car and got lit on fire. That was the second vehicle that was set on fire. So uh, based on the materials that were presented to us, it was pretty clear that uh, at the point that he was interacting, he was interacting where he actually displayed that threat and danger uh, to other folks, so based on that we filed there may be other related charges and uh, and uh, other issues there and uh, and we've said we' going well, our office's job is to look at everything that comes in. The other thing I would point out that if there were witnesses there who have additional evidence, we would encourage them to bring that uh, to the Salt Lake county district attorney's office as we continue to uh, uh, work through this uh, a particular uh, case.
2: Sure. H- has your office filed charges against anyone else in conjunction with any of the events that transpired Saturday night, or any of the pro- subsequent?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, we are screening multiple different charges as they're coming to us. We filed uh, charges against a uh, particular individual uh, named uh, Connor Peebles mm-hmm. uh, for criminal mischief uh, as a part uh, of the uh, uh, the damage that he caused to the to the. The vehicle. He's been charged with a first-degree felony and a third-degree felony uh, uh, for uh, for the uh, for the destruction of uh, the, the police car and. Uh, in regards to that, into the patrol car. And then we also have several other things that we're looking at. Uh, We're also looking at, as we've told the police, uh, that uh, our goal at the Salt County DA's office is to look at any complaints that come, uh, whether that is a complaint against uh, protesters, whether it's against uh, uh, citizens who went down there and confronted protesters, uh, or whether it's even law enforcement, if there's any wrongdoing out of a a sense of transparency and everything. We want to look at it because everybody has a civil uh, right uh, and a constitutional right to peacefully, nonviolently protest. But when you breach that and you cause injury to anyone, regardless of who you are, then you're subject to that uh, scrutiny and potential uh, criminal prosecution. And we've committed ourselves to doing that. So it doesn't matter who it is. But uh, we will look at to make sure that uh, if somebody was injured or the law was broken, we're going to enforce it.
2: Very good. Sim Gill, Salt Lake County District Attorney, my guest on Live Mike. I'm grateful to you for your time. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Quick break. When we return, I have gotten my hands on a list of demands delivered to Salt Lake City Mayor Aaron Mendenhall, drafted by the Black Lives Matter movement and the ACLU. I'll share those demands with you next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry.